What is up, Anchor Nation? You just heard Brian Adams with Heaven, brought to you by 98.7 radio station. That was uh, that 1984 version of that song. Um, I'm not sure if it's the original. I just know Brian Adams sang it, and that's when it came out. I'm your host, Aaron Rollins, and this is Southeast Third, my live and free podcast on Anchor. Thanks for tuning in. So, what were you doing on April 20th, 2023? You might have been smoking some weed. Everybody seems to do that these days. You might have been at work. You might have been at school. You might have been at home with the kids. You might have been getting your freak on. I don't know what you were doing, but I was down at South Padre Island watching SpaceX launch the world's largest shuttle into the atmosphere. They made it 25 miles before they had to destroy it. They didn't even expect it to clear the tower. So they claimed it to be a, uh, a roaring success. And when I say roaring, man, that thing was righteously awesome. So I remember as a child, it was 1997, I'm with my family. My uncle had made a wish to so make a wish foundation for us to all go to Disney World. For those of you that don't know what that means, he was dying. Um, uh, well, let me be more precise here he had been diagnosed with a terminal illness and um he was uh he was born around the same time we were born because my granddad was an older man and he had a kid um his baby mama carried the muscular dystrophy gene and justin got it so he he passed away a few years ago um but he, you know, outlived their diagnosis. I'm, I'm getting off into the weeds here. So when I was 1997, we all round up and go to Disney World. My mom, a guy friend she had at the time, who was always trying to bang her. Um, as far as I know, they never did because she just wasn't into him. Um, and you, you, you know what that's like. Somebody's into you. They're flirting with you all the time. They're trying to talk to you. You don't talk to them for a while, but anytime you come around, they're like, oh, yeah, it's another chance. That's That was this dude. Like, anytime mom was, you know, talking to him for any reason, he thought it was an opportunity to get in them pants. And it, it ain't work. As, as far as I know, mom had um, very specific tastes when it came to guys. I think the number one thing is they had to be taller than her by, by a lot. Yeah, and this guy was not. He was the same size as her, maybe like an inch taller. And for mom, that wasn't enough. Um, you know, people have standards. You know, your standard might be they got to be skinny. Your standard might be they got to have curves, or you know, what whatever. Mom's standard was she wanted a tall dude. So, anyway, um, he came. Mom came. Justin was there. Obviously, he made the wish. Me, my brother, and my sister all went, and it was paid, completely paid. We got to miss school. It's It's got to be the best thing that's ever happened to me in my life because of all the things that were coinciding with that trip. We got to miss school. I didn't have to do any homework. Everything was excused. I got to go to Disney World for free. It was Disney World. It was in Florida. I traveled on an airplane for the first time. Um... 
and you know, uh, being that small and pulling G's, it was a very yeah, memorable experience and seeing clouds like that for the first time, going up above the clouds, you know, 30, 40,000 feet, however high up we were at the time. I, fuck, I don't remember. It was 20 years ago. Um, so, moving along, um, <laughs> what happened? What am I talking about? Yeah, so being, seeing uh, that rocket takeoff, we were in Florida. Uh, I think it's Cape Canaveral. I, I don't remember. Like, I keep up with this kind of stuff. I don't remember where it was exactly. I just know we were there. My brother was there, and he, he got bit by the space bug when he saw that. I just got bit by the awesome, you know, thing we were watching. This rocket was igniting, and these huge flames were coming out of the tail end, and, and you know, smoke was billowing out of it. And the difference was is that this was kind of at dusk. This was, you know, late in the day when we saw this. Or maybe it was early in the morning. I'm not entirely sure. But um, when we went down to South Padre, it was super early in the morning. So they the rocket lifted off at like nine in the a.m. So you know, like when we, that thing ignited, and you could see the the, the orange of the flames. Um, I mean, there was so many friggin' rockets. It was over 30 engines on this rocket. Over 30 engines firing. And lifting this massive uh, structure into space, this massive vehicle, I should say. Um, we were, uh, you know, watching it, and as soon as you saw that orange kick up, you're like, "Oh, it's go time! It's go time!" And my brother was incredibly excited. I'd like, I haven't seen my brother get this that kind of excited. I, I don't know. I, I can't remember if I've ever seen it. If, it. if it happened, it happened so long ago. I don't remember when that was. And, you know, he's like screaming at it, let's go, let's go. And I, I jump on the bandwagon, yeah, get up there, blast off. And a whole bunch of other people jumped on the bandwagon too. They're clapping, screaming, hollering, carrying on. And apparently this was a monumental achievement because um, not only did, you know, it take off for higher than they expected, but it was the largest uh, craft to be launched. And, and the implications there are um, exciting. And my brother... He told me, because we were talking about our uh, significant others and what they thought about all of this, he's like, uh, yeah, Sarah didn't think it was worth it, but, you know, they're, they're not as interested in, in these monumental achievements as we are. You know, it's, it's not just a scientific, you know, exercise. This is, this is human history. And, you know, he's absolutely right. My girl didn't want me going down there anyway. She thought it was a waste of time. And um, I thought that was funny that, you know, Shane, I, I complain about my girl a lot, and Shane gives me grief about it. He's like, you're still going to get involved with it. You're still going to marry her. You're still going to do this. You're still going to do that. You're going to do all this and complain, but you're still going to marry her. And it turns out that that's because he married his woman, and he still complains about her. <laughs> he just doesn't do it to us. <laughs> so they obviously, you know, have some uh, friction in their relationship that he just doesn't talk about. And I, I talk about mine. That's the difference. Um, I, I can't say it's precisely like my friction. I'm pretty sure Sarah's not racist. Uh, anyway, so this trip, what happened is they showed up around my house a little around 10, um, in between 9.30 and 10 at night. And we all get up in this rental van and we shoot on down as uh, fast as we can. We got there in record time, um, even with uh, some delays and like stopping to get gas and some snacks and uh, traffic and whatever. Um, we got there at like five, 
30-ish in the morning. I streamed a little bit on my Twitch and looking back and watching it, I was like, dude, this is shit quality. The the image blurs in and out. The sound doesn't always pick up. I should have just done a, an audio recording um, and just recorded you know everything that way because the trying to do the Twitch stream sucked. And it's because it was on my phone and it was because we were traveling at over 80 miles an hour and we're going down these highways and we're going to these different uh, parts of the state that aren't exactly covered for internet cell service that well. I mean, you got coverage, but your bars drop. And so it, this, this needed a reliable, strong connection in order to stream. And I, I didn't consider that when I was down there. And I look back at the videos, I was like, man, this is bullshit. We had some gold comedy in this trip where we were like laughing our asses off and you can only hear half of it. Um, you kind of hear me say, hey Shane, think about the future. And I mean, we we fell apart laughing at that because it was just so random and stupid and it didn't like, I mean, we were kind of talking about, you know, the future, but me just popping off of that line didn't, didn't really have anything to do, like it didn't make sense. And that's what made it so funny is that, you know, it was relevant to the conversation, but it didn't make, it didn't apply to the conversation. <laughs> he's <laughs> like Aaron that make, that's confusing what do you mean I mean we were talking about the future and I said yeah Shane think about the future and what I was really thinking of was the 1989 Michael Keaton Batman where uh, Jack Nicholson shoots the detective hey Eckhart think about the future bang and that was that was why I brought that up I was thinking about that movie and um, at the time that didn't really click with anybody we just thought it was a stupid ass remark and we just fell apart laughing I mean, John even says, you can kind of hear him, I don't know why that's so funny, but it's funny. <laughs> We're just falling apart laughing over there, over that dumb shit. And the the goddamn, all that to say, the goddamn Twitch stream didn't really capture all of that. And that was really upsetting. Uh, so lesson learned there. Um, and a lesson also learned that next time I'm sleeping in the damn floor. Uh, they were giving me shit because I kept taking the back seat. It was because I was trying to actually sleep back there. And maybe, you know, they said that I snored loud. Um, so yeah, I obviously did sleep for a little bit, but I'm telling you right now, I didn't sleep more than three hours in that 24-hour period. Uh, there is no way because I, I kept hurting. I kept trying to twist into a new spot, and my legs would go numb, or my foot would go numb, or my shoulder would start hurting, or my neck wouldn't be in the right spot. And what I realized is that I, this little tiny-ass travel pillow just ain't enough. You know, trying to sleep back here. I need. I needed to bring something bigger. So another lesson learned: get a giant ass pillow that you can sleep on um, to kind of cushion. You know, the the, uh, the soft set the structure of what you're fucking laying on. Um, I, I used to be able to sleep in just about anywhere, but I needed to get comfortable. I needed to get into a position that didn't hurt my body. Like it, it wasn't the the softest spot to sleep in. Sleeping in a hole in the ground, or uh, you know, sleeping sitting in a chair or whatever uh but it, you know you you could get comfortable and knock out uh in this case man like i, I knocked out after a, a lot of struggle it's a lot of fucking work just to take a nap so next time we're putting all the shit in the back seat and the people that want to sleep in the chairs because they're too tall like shane's friend and shane they can do that and then me john and daniel we can rotate sleeping in the damn floorboard that would be ideal um you know, maybe we can do get that done next time. Make like a little pallet, because we're we're shorter. We'll be able to fit. And uh, anyway, so we we drove all fucking night. We drove the shit out of that rental car, and um, we get there early enough, and we park, 
you know, very far away from the actual place we need to be, which is along this beach. And um, the reason for that was is that it gives us advantage when we try to leave. Uh, that advantage was lost because we we um, we didn't you know dip out early. We stayed as long as we could and tried to watch every last bit of that rocket. Excuse me. Every last bit of that rocket until we couldn't watch anything else. And apparently it got detonated when it was up there because what they did is they tried to tumble it to get it to break off. Um, to get the rockets to break off that held the engine, engines uh, from the shuttle. They tried to tumble it, which I think that's incredible. You're tumbling the goddamn ship. Uh, that whole thing was spinning because that was the method they used to, to break off the rocket, which I, I just couldn't believe that. I was like, that's incredible. And, uh, that, I mean, that giant ship and rocket combined just spinning around in circles up there. And uh, it didn't break off, so they had to destroy it. So... Um, I saw something on the comments about how this is such, such, uh, so terrible for the environment. It damages the environment, pollutes it. I was like, "What the fuck are y'all talking about, man?" You know, that's so fucking high up that the stuff that's falling down is gonna get so scattered, and um, a lot of it's gonna disintegrate. So I don't know what the fuck y'all complained about. Everybody's got, everybody's got something to bitch about. Like when they first heard about it blowing up, they're like, "Oh God, it's a failure." Y'all don't understand, man. That that thing went higher, way higher than they expected. Um, anyway, moving along. So we get down there. We're recording. We find a uh, you know a place to sit on the beach. And uh, when that thing took off, you know there was delay after delay, and we were wondering if it was finally going to lift. And it finally takes off, man. You know the sound. The sound is cool, and it, it brought me back to my time in Iraq. When we um, saw a detonation of, uh, we had to provide security for a detonation of a weapons cache, and it had you know not just weapons but also unexploded ordnance and stuff, and so you know they they detonated it and it was a humongous detonation, man, huge, and um, you know there's obviously been bigger in my career and uh, bigger for other people since then, but at the time, man, that was a that was a massive detonation and the the shockwave was huge. Uh, and the, the sound was enormous too. But this, this like eclipsed that by at least ten times. And what I mean by that is, is that when this um, spacecraft took off, and we're sitting there, uh, at first you hear the noise, and then the the wash hits you. It hits you like a wave, and it hits you like not just a wave that you know splashes over you tide runs back out to the sea and then comes and hits you again it's like backed up waves that are hitting you and then hitting you again and then hitting you again and then hitting you again and it's just over and over pop 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 and um you can feel the warmth off that thing i'm like how the hell would anybody be able to be get close to this thing on the outside of this spacecraft when it's taken off because you would you would just die you would suffocate or or you know, the heat alone would fuck you up. So, anyway, um, that, I mean, it was just a cre an incredible experience watching that thing take off. And we all got to witness a bit, a bit of history. You know, no, nobody was in it, obviously. But the fact that they were launching something that significantly large and it was able to go as far as it did, I mean, 
what's going to happen next? What are they going to do once they get the um, the methodology down and the technology is right? You know, they're going to be able to launch all kinds of giant shit up there. And I, that's what I'm looking forward to. And, you know, my brother's all asking me about, you going to go to Mars, boy? You going to go? It's like, well, okay, going to Mars. I would love to go to Mars. That would be an incredible experience. But there's this cartoon show that recently came out called Fired on Mars where this guy's a graphic designer on Mars and he's been doing his graphic designer job and they put his job on hold and they can't find anything for him to do so they just kind of alienate him and he turns into this fucking outcast in two episodes. And um, it was very fucking... I was like, dude, this... This is totally 100% believable. I can believe this shit would happen. And, oh, it was just, it was just hard to, to goddamn get my brain around. It's like, can you imagine going to an alien planet with a, you know, privately ran company that has, you know, CEOs and uh, VPs and shit, and um, you're out there, and for some reason, the bean counters, the logistics people... For some reason, the guys that, you know, supply you and send out supply ships to your location decided, nah, we, we're going to cut him from the organizational structure. We got to. He's, he's not necessary. But you're still going to stay there. You're going to stay there, but you're not have a job? You know, I mean, that's it's incredibly mind-fucking. Like how, how, can you, how can you manage with that? I, I don't know. I, I can't get my brain around it. Um, but that's, that's how the show goes. I mean, it progresses and it gets really out of control and you start seeing these characters that are very eccentric and, um, it just really bummed me out to have to see that because that's how people really are. People really are like this in this cartoon and it's, it fucking bugs the shit out of me that they make all the money that they make when they got this shit personality and these shit demands and, um... You know, they, they fall apart at the slightest change to their routine. And uh, they, they fucking... It's like children. It's like grown children. and But they're successful. And it's like, how the fuck does that happen? How does that happen? Anyway. Class is about to start in like a couple minutes. I'm running behind. I've got to get in here. And um, we're going to talk about this more. Because it's a lot of good content to cover. So uh, I appreciate y'all tuning in to my live and free episode of Southeast Third. Whew, I'm tired. Y'all gotta get rest, man. I'm freaking exhausted, but I gotta push through. <sighs> Y'all take care of yourselves. This has been Aaron Rollins for Southeast Third. I am uh, signing off.